This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hi, everyone. I'm Becky Robinson, and I'm back with Christy Kirk today for the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Christy, how are you? I'm doing great today, Becky. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm sad that we missed a week of podcasting, but I'm glad that we're back on it. And we decided that we would have an extra fun, different kind of podcast today. What we want to do today is make this podcast all about action. So rather than sharing a couple of action steps at the end of the podcast, we actually have 11 ways that you can help other authors in getting the word out about their books, 11 things you can do to help authors. And we realize that many of you listening to the podcast are authors, but you are also readers, I'm sure. And we all need to support each other, especially as this coronavirus crisis continues and as our worlds are disrupted and many of the things that we may have done in the past to get our books out to the world are not quite working the way that they did before. So we have 11 ways that you can help authors that we're sharing on today's podcast. Christy, what's the number one way that authors and readers can support other authors? The number one thing you can do is buy books. It's so important. It's crucial. It's what we're all trying to do is get books in the hands of readers. So buy a book, buy a book for yourself, buy a book for a family member, buy a book for a friend. Everyone loves receiving a surprise in the mail and a book is a wonderful surprise. And Publishers Weekly has an article this week talking about bookstore sales in May. They were down 59%. Local bookstores are really suffering. So when you buy a book, you also have the opportunity to support a local business. So think about your local bookstore. Many of them are open or they're open. You can purchase online and you can pick up. So think about your local bookstore. You can also check out bookshop.org, which is an online option that works with local bookstores. So you're still supporting your local businesses. So get out there and buy a book today. So I want to give a shout out to a local store in my area. One of the best bookstores in America, in my opinion, is Literati in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I love the store. I love what they're doing with their virtual public typewriter. And I happened to be up in Ann Arbor last weekend or the weekend before and drove by. And it's so sad to see that the store is closed and only available for pickup. And I'm sure that this is a really difficult time for them. So if you are needing a local bookstore to support, I'm going to give a plug for Literati. Literati we love you and would encourage you to check out their website and buy from Literati and keep them open someday again on their corner of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay, so the second way that you can support authors or help authors is to support your libraries. And Christy, you and I were talking before the podcast about how we both love using library apps like Overdrive, which fuels what, Libby, Libby app, and then Hoopla is another one. And with those, you can use your library card and download eBooks and audiobooks and movies and all kinds of different media. And there is some funding that goes back to the author or the publisher as a result of those downloads. Right. It's not a huge amount, but every little bit helps. And it's important to have 
authors that you support, you want to see their books in the libraries. So support your library. Most libraries are available only for pickup sort of checkouts right now, but it works. It's really great service if you check out your local library. Ours here, we reserve our books and they let us know when we're ready. We make an appointment, we pick them up, and you don't have crowds or anything like that. So it's a pretty nifty service. And you can still get a library card if you don't have one. In the COVID-19 world, you can still get a library card and it's a great way to open up a lot of books for your family. Funny story about that. Last night at the dinner table, my husband and daughter were reciting their library card numbers because they've memorized them. <laughs> That's what kind of library crazy family we are. Well, my library okay. card number is too long to memorize. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are the same like children who memorize like 50 decimal points of pi. So yeah. their library card is shorter than that. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's talk about way number three, idea number three for supporting authors. So if you read a book and you love the book, review the book. And you know, you can put a review on Amazon, you can put a review on Goodreads. There are all kinds of different places where you can leave your book review. But authors really crave and appreciate any reviews, honest reviews that you share about your book, about their book, excuse me. And when you leave a review, you're giving important social proof that can help others decide if that book is a good book for them to read. Yeah, reviews are really important for the life of a book. The more reviews a book can get, the longer it can sell in the marketplace. So please leave reviews. They matter. So I mentioned Goodreads and ideas number four and five are actually both about Goodreads. So if you haven't checked out Goodreads, it's a great site for people who love to read to be able to indicate the books they're reading, the books they love, and it's a great way to discover books that others are reading. So many times I will choose fiction book to read based on the recommendation of my friends, someone who's read and loved it, and the same for nonfiction as well. So if you use Goodreads, we would encourage you to put the books you're reading on your bookshelf so others can find them and be exposed to them. And then once you've read those books, make sure you rate those books or review them on Goodreads. So those are ideas number four and five. Get a Goodreads account, put some books on your shelf, and then rate the books. Yeah. And if you're sitting here going, oh, just what I need, another account. Goodreads for readers is terrific because you track everything you read. So if you go, wait, what was that book I read three months ago? And this thing happened in it. Now I can't remember. You literally can go back into Goodreads and see what you've read. And then they have a really fun reading challenge for the year, which I love. And you set a number of books you want to read for the year and you track it. So there's fun for you and there's value for the author as well. So idea number six, we sort of mentioned at the top of the hour when we said idea number one is buy books. Idea number six is if you love a book, give it as a gift to someone. And we're often doing this when we're launching books. We encourage people, if you've gained value from being a part of this book launch, go ahead and buy a copy and share it with someone who could benefit from it. So I would encourage you to do that today. Think about a book that's made a difference in your life and gift it to someone else. I think the book I have most often gifted on my journey in the business book world is the book Today We Are Rich by Tim Sanders. And if you know me at all, you've heard me mention Tim Sanders' book. It's not a book I was hired to promote, nor have I actually ever served Tim as a client in any way, but I admire him and I love that book. And, you know, I think maybe I'll give that book as a gift to someone today. So shout out to Tim. We'll put a link to Today We Are Rich in the show notes. Okay, number seven, 
Christy, what's our seventh idea for helping authors? Talk about it on social media. You know, everyone complains right now that social media is so negative and complains about doom scrolling and all of that. Well, put some positivity out there. Share some books that you're reading, that you're loving, and you can be creative. Like you can certainly take a snapshot of a book, but what I love when I see people take a snapshot of like a favorite passage in a book and we get to see the words that are really meaningful to them too. But talk about the books that you're reading and, and encourage others to join that discussion. It helps lift the author and lift the title, and it will make your social media feeds a little more positive. Make sure you tag the author, if at all possible, so they can see that you're out there sharing and talking about their work too. Great reminder, Christy. So idea number eight is about contacting the author directly via social media or email to give them concrete feedback if you enjoyed their book. And, you know, I have worked with and talked with a lot of authors. And when I ask authors why they're writing, most often the thing I hear is I'm writing because I want people to read it. And so the best way you can really help an author is to do the thing that they hoped you would do, which is read the book and then giving them concrete feedback about here's something about your story that I loved or hear something about your character that I noticed or this specific advice in your book is making a difference in my life. That's the kind of thing that authors love to hear. So idea number eight is to contact an author directly. Most times you can find a contact form or an email address on their website. And um, having walked alongside authors for many years, I know that that feedback is so important to them. You know, I actually had the chance yesterday to send some feedback to an author. It's an author who contacted us maybe six months or so ago about promoting his book. He ended up hiring a different publicity agency, but the book was on a topic that I thought would be helpful. So I downloaded the book yesterday on Kindle. I had read a few chapters and I sent him two sentences about some ideas that were helpful to me. And I could tell by the response I got that it made a difference to him that I took five minutes to send a specific note about something that was valuable in his book. Authors put so much time and energy and money and so much value into their books. And it's great to be able to thank them for that. All right, so we are at idea number nine. This is a big one. Yeah, write about the books. Blog about them if you have a blog. Talk about them if you have a podcast. Include them in a newsletter as a recommendation. Spread the word about books that are meaningful to you, why they're meaningful, and the value you think other people will have. I especially find them valuable to share in a newsletter because so often newsletters become very self-promotional very quickly. And by adding value, a book recommendation, that's value to your email subscribers. And I'm sure that they would appreciate hearing what you're reading. I know that Bill Gates publishes a book list each season. And I love getting his book list because I think there are different books than I might find on my own. And some of them I have loved that I've read off of his list. And some of them I've gone, huh, Bill, what were you thinking? But I really appreciate the recommendation. So think about sharing it in whatever way you can share the book, blog, podcast, newsletter, whatever you're doing, and you can put it out there in the world. It makes a difference. Okay. Idea number 10 is to start a book club to discuss a book. And obviously now in the time of COVID, that's more likely to be virtual. But investing time with others to read and discuss the ideas in the book is certainly a way to help authors. And you can pair that with the idea of giving the author direct feedback. You know, I was doing a Bible study virtually with a group of friends on a book called Surrendered by Barb Roos. Now Barb happens to be a local friend and a personal friend. But we invited Barb to come to our book group. And she was flattered by the invitation and thrilled to spend time with us. And it was so wonderful because 
because we had that chance to face-to-face on Zoom give her feedback about the ideas in her book that were helping us as a women's group. So think about starting a book club to discuss a book, and then as a bonus, you could think about inviting the author to attend that virtual book club. Yeah. And to build on that, you know, you had a local author you could work with. So many other people have local authors and they don't even realize who's living in their community. So you may think about starting this virtual book club with that as the starting point. Like who's locally here who's written something really interesting that we can dive into. And I think people will be surprised. Okay. So Christy, that's a perfect segue for idea number 11. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Christy and me, we are both a part of a digital marketing agency called Weaving Influence. I'm the one who founded it. And Weaving Influence also has a division called Hometown Reads. And for those of you who have not yet discovered Hometown Reads, if you visit hometownreads.com, you'll find that we are putting books on virtual bookshelves according to location. And we are present, I think, in 44 four states, maybe 43 states. We have a few left and over a hundred locations where authors in specific hometowns have listed their books and you can see the books. For example, you can see Toledo, Ohio authors, or you can see Chicago authors, or you can see Austin, Texas authors. We have different locations listed. So if you live in a specific location, you can go and visit and explore and discover the authors from your hometown. And one of the things that you could do to help an author is to tell your favorite author about Hometown Reads, encourage them to list their book for free on Hometown Reads so that their local readers can discover their work. So we have 11 great ideas for you to help authors today. And before we wrap today's podcast, we would like to share two ways that you can help us in getting this podcast to more listeners who can benefit from the content. Christy, could you share those two ways that our listeners can help us today? First, share the podcast, you know, share it with your list, with your social media friends, with your friends and family, let them know about the podcast. And if you would go to Apple or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate the podcast and write a review, it would really be helpful. Fantastic. Well, I hope that you'll take a moment today to do one of our 11 ideas to help authors and potentially if you would do both of the ideas to help us and feel free always to send us a note to let us know how this podcast is making a difference for you. You can email me, Becky at weavinginfluence.com or you can email Christy, Christy Kirk at weavinginfluence.com and have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you invested some time with me. I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. Our website has many additional resources to help guide you no matter where you are on your book marketing journey. Check out the show notes of this episode for links to valuable free resources to support you. 